Hey friend, and welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast with me, your host, Robin Ryan McDonald. I gotta tell you, this past week was a doozy. I ended up throwing out my back. We ended up having a really stressful family dynamic and gosh, it was just super busy. And (laughs) thankfully, I have a really good chiropractor and I'm feeling a lot better for my back. (laughs) And more importantly, I've got a very present and gracious God. Oh my goodness. Weeks like this are just evidence of how much I need him. And (laughs) with that said, I truly hope that your week was way, way better than mine. And if you happen to be a Jesus following gal listening to this and you want to live a healthy lifestyle, but at the same time, you feel super overwhelmed and unmotivated to act on that desire, I've got some encouragement that I think will speak to your God-loving heart. I'm giving you just a few of the many verses that testify to the interest God has in our physical well-being and why it's vital for us to partner with him in our health. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience. 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. What I want to emphasize here today is I'm not someone who's super passionate about health and because I'm passionate about health, I'm trying to get the Bible to affirm my passion in health or to prove that God has interest in our physical well-being. I'm someone who is passionate about health because it is biblically aligned to care specifically about our physical health. There is tons of evidence throughout scripture that our strength and vitality is indeed important as followers of Jesus. And in saying that, I also want to address the reality that we are in a broken and fallen world. There is disease and there are ailments that befall believers, even when they are trying to put healthy practices in place. We can't control everything and we don't determine the outcomes. At the same time, we have power over our choices. We are quite capable of derailing what otherwise would be a healthy body through our choices. I know for me growing up, I was introduced to the standard American diet, or if you make it an acronym, it's SAD, SAD. (laughs) 
And really, it is sad. It is a diet comprised primarily of processed foods, whether from packages at home or packages at restaurants. At the time, though, I didn't know any different or any better. My mom didn't. My family didn't. We did not connect the dots between following Jesus, health, and the foods we chose to eat. For most of us, we weren't taught to do otherwise. We didn't have an alternative to that kind of eating. And this is the case for most Christians. And what's, you know, one of the best parts about following Jesus? It's his grace. (laughs) So there is so much grace if you are listening to this and you resonate with what I grew up eating. And maybe that's what you still struggle with eating with eating now. And so I just really want you to keep in mind God's grace as I go through these passages, go through these passages and really build a case for how much God cares about our health and how important it is for us to prioritize it. So with that said, let's go ahead and get into these passages We have evidence from day six of creation that God cares about what we eat. Genesis 1, starting in verse 26, reads, Then God said, Let us make humans in our image according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humans in his image, in The image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, stick with me. See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have been given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. That's verses 26 through 31 of Genesis chapter 1, the very first book of the Bible. (laughs) And so among the very first instructions, literally the first instructions, (laughs) not even just instructions, but the very first things that God even said to humanity, at least that's recorded, was around what to eat. (laughs) And I just, I think it's funny because, you know, God could have said something like, hey, welcome to the world that I created for you. I'm God. Nice to meet you. I love you so much. And we are going to have an amazing life together. No, (laughs) if you boil down what he said, it was make babies Take care of this place. And hey, if you get hungry, all these plants are what you eat. (laughs) He gave a calling and he gave a means to that calling. We are physical as much as we are spiritual. And we need our bodies to function to live out what God has called us to do. And here's the thing. I mean, we know as you continue to read in Genesis that God walked with them in the garden and hung out with them. And, you know, we don't have a biblical reference for this, but I can just imagine how delighted God was to show them the different things he'd created. I mean, I can just (laughs) picture God (laughs) walking with them and just saying like, here, check this out. And he hands them, you know, a peach and 
you know, Adam bites into the sweetest, juiciest peach ever. And you just see him like looking at God and Eve, like, wow, (laughs) this is amazing. And obviously, again, there's no biblical reference for that. But I mean, I'm sure they were having a great time in that garden. And God, he still wants to walk with you in your health. He wants to show you what he's created and provided for you for food. He provides the grace we need to shift from the world's way of living and to step into his kingdom setup. I mean, and honestly, we could just park it right here right now. And I think it's pretty obvious just from Genesis 1 that God clearly cares about our physical well-being. But of course, I've got two more for you. So next up, we're going to look at Exodus 15 verse 26. If you listen This is what it says. If you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all of his, all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you. And if you haven't checked out episode 13, where I talk about food labels and Leviticus 11, I highly recommend to check it out to get even more insight into this passage. But see, God gave his people specific instructions on what to eat and what not to eat. And while there, and of course, that's more, more spelled out in Leviticus 11, but we see this summary here in Exodus, which is also echoed again in Deuteronomy, which Deuteronomy, if we, the timelines of everything can be tricky. And when we see all the the books written, but we have Exodus, then Leviticus, then Deuteronomy. Anywho's. That's an aside. (laughs) What we see is that God did indeed give specific instructions. And while there is a divine role that God plays in providing health, there is also a divine design he put in place that when we live according to his ways, our bodies are given what they need. So there's the divine role and the design of the divine. If you want to rhyme a little bit this <laughs> this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. In fact, archaeological evidence finds that the Egyptians of that same time period that Exodus was written, those Egyptians had suffered from a lot of different kinds of diseases. When autopsies were performed on Egyptian mummies, they discovered evidence of cancer, arteriosclerosis, arthritis, tuberculosis, gallstones, bladder stones, parasitic diseases, and smallpox. And which is just crazy because I guess in my mind, I feel like a lot of the diseases and things we experience today are modern issues. But I mean, hey, history shows there there was disease. And, you know, again, that well, I didn't say this already, but <laughs> that is a part of the fall, right? We are now in a broken, fallen world. And that gave space, that gave room for disease. And the crazy thing is the more you look at the instruction that God gave the Israelites from both food and cleanliness laws, science now confirms what God had already provided Israelites thousands of years ago, that those instructions were actually fantastic, phenomenal instructions if you want to be healthy and well and avoid disease. Now, you tell me, if physical well-being wasn't important to God, would he mention it? Would he give, you know, these specific instructions? Would he even talk about, you know, 
health and providing health or all those different things. If, if I feel like the perspective, and this is something I've heard, maybe you have, maybe you haven't of physical well-being is that it's just, it's just not as important in spiritual health. Well, you know, like, and I, I hear it all the time too, the, you know, that's just what happens when you get older and health just becomes this added or sidelined experience that either goes well or doesn't, but it's just not, it's not a part of our, our Christian walk. It's, it's not included. And yet all throughout scripture, not only is God giving instruction on health, but he's mentioning, you know, what it is to experience healing from him, the God who heals. And so our, our physical health, it isn't separate or distinct from our spiritual health. This, and actually this was the Hebrew understanding of our being. There wasn't a compartmentalized view that separates mental, spiritual, emotional, physical. We have so many different categories <laughs> and it's honestly a very Western view to see everything broken up the way most of us have been taught to view things. And it's extremely important for us to begin to view the care and attention of our physical well-being as a vital part of our spiritual journey. And (laughs) I have so many other Old Testament examples that I want to give right now, but we're going to start to wrap this up and shift into some New Testament insight into Jesus's value for physical well-being. And we know that Jesus is God incarnate and he reveals the heart of the father. So Matthew 4, 23 begins. Jesus went through all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria and they brought to him all the sick, those who were afflicted with various diseases and pains, people possessed by demons or having epilepsy epilepsy, or afflicted with paralysis, and he cured them. And great crowds followed him from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and, for, for, and from beyond the Jordan. I don't know if you heard that, but it said he cured every disease and every sickness among the people, and they brought him all the sick people, and he cured them. Now, I know the population wasn't as high then as it is now, but even if it were just a couple hundred people, which honestly, it is far more likely that it was a couple thousand when you consider the crowds that he fed. We know he fed the 5,000, he fed the 2,000. And, you know, (laughs) I, I would guess if, you know, Jesus is being the intentional, loving Jesus we know him to be, where Someone comes up to him, brings the unhealthy person. He spends time with that person. He touches that person. He heals that person. That would take some time. And time was short. Jesus' public ministry was only three years. So if physical health wasn't important, then the son of God was wasting his time. And I'm pretty sure you'd agree he wasn't wasting his time. Out of 3,779 verses in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, 727 of those verses relate specifically to the healing of physical and mental illness and the resurrection of the dead. Now, (laughs) this next fact is going to blow your mind, if that one doesn't already. The focus given to physical healing in the Gospels 
is significantly greater than any other kind of experience recorded in the Gospels, including salvation. Now, I'm just going to go on a limb here and suggest that there is something valuable in God's eyes about our physical state. (laughs) So this is why I do what I do. I truly believe that if I'm following Jesus and I look at his life as documented in scripture, I cannot deny the value of physical health. And friend, my hope for you is that after listening to this, you feel super encouraged and filled with hope and knowing that the God who created you has a specific design for your body that he can and wants to help you experience by his grace. And if you are like, what does it even mean to take hold of God's grace for your health? You're just like, I don't even know what that means. You can check out episode six, where the whole episode is on partnering with God and his grace. And if you need some motivation to prioritize your health this week, I really hope that you got it from this. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, this is, this is my heart. This is my mission. I want to see the bodies that comprise the body of Christ healthy and well and unhindered by disease. If it is a matter of our own choice, if it's something that we can take hold of and we can do, then I want I want us to be educated. I want us to see the value that we see evidenced in scripture for our bodies. And if you're hearing me and you're like, okay, okay, Robin, I get it. I'll do something. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Where do I start? Here's three extremely simple things you can do today, starting right now, literally right now. Number one, spend five minutes in prayer and include health as a topic of that conversation with God. Number two, drink 100 ounces of water. And number three, take a 10 minute walk. You do those three things every single day, I promise you, you're going to see a shift in your health and your health physically and spiritually. Now I put all these written down along with some, a list of some tips to make healthy choices and healthy habits a little bit easier, a little more simpler. I know you know, with the change of summer into fall, there can be a lot of transition. It can feel more chaotic. It can feel overwhelming. And so I put together a overcome the overwhelm guide for you. And you can grab that at visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash overwhelmed. And of course, I'll put that in the show notes for you. And if you're in that place where you're just ready to get some hands-on support with this for yourself, I would recommend checking out the Sustainable Health Transformation Program and considering applying to one of the few spots I have for this month by going to madewellhealth.com forward slash apply. Regardless, friend, I pray that you would take this information, that you would bring it to Jesus, and that you would receive all that he has for you in his grace and his wisdom and his direction in stepping into the healthy lifestyle that I hope is available for you. With that said, friend, I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on your social media. 
The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group, The Made Well Mastermind. Use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.